Welcome to this mini-sode of the podcast, Guess What You're Gonna Hate. I'm Kate. And I'm Janine. And this is a podcast about exposing someone to the very worst and sometimes best, but mostly worst pop culture of the 2000s. Boom! I haven't done that intro in like a month. Yay! <laughs> and you did so good! Yeah, which is like, Kate, you could, you just told Janine that you know the lyrics to like every song you've ever heard, but you can't remember the monologue <laughs> you've been doing for two years. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember all the lyrics to this to this album that I haven't heard for 10 years, but like... Remembering something that I say at least weekly that's only two sentences long. It's hard. It's hard. I need praise. Maybe it would be easier if we if we gave it a tune, if we gave it a jaunty nope. little tune. I need, I need it to be hard on me. Not everything can be peaches and daisies for Kate Harper, okay? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> peaches and daisies. Aren't those the, the women in Mario, the Mario Party games? Peach and daisy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are the princesses. Not anything can be peaches and daisies and Rosalinas, okay? Heck. And toadstools and um, the Paulinas. Like, uh, that's the mayor in the newest one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she looks like Carmen San Diego, and I'm here for it. Anyway, oh, yeah, she's based on the original design from like the arcade game. Yeah, she's like, she was like, before Mario was Mario and was saving um, Peach, he was just like a plumber with a hot girlfriend named Paulina. <laughs> and I respect that. Me too. Like,. <laughs> And now she's the mayor. Speaking of hot girlfriend. Hot mayor. Hey, this is great. We survived Y2K. I can't wait for the pop culture headed my way. It's the very worst. I'm just saying Paris Hilton deserves better. Also the best. Shrek won an Oscar. Pop culture of the 2000s. It's Guess What You're Gonna Hate with Janine and Kate. It's February. We're all getting ready for Valentine's Day, and it's 2020, year of reflection. And I have not had a lot of relationships or breakups. I mean, I've been neither. I'm married to the same guy I've been dating since I was 17. I've also been married to Daryl since I was 17. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a coincidence! We should start a podcast together. Oh my um, god, it could be called Sister Wives on TLC. <laughs> I didn't know I was Sister Wives. I didn't. Know. Oh my god. Secret sister wives. Yeah, it's just like mashing. It's like um, you know how like they have like the I didn't know I was pregnant and then like, yeah. sister wives, but it's like I didn't know I was sister wives in the ER. I don't know. You I know. went to the court to file a petition for marriage and then found out I already was married to a man with another wife who I was hosting a podcast with surreptitiously. Anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So there's only I actually have only really had one boyfriend before Daryl, and it was when I was 14. Ooh, early bloomer and 14. I know fourteen is a terrible age. It's a hell of an age. It's a bad time. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a bad one. I was dating a boy who was two years older than me, and it did not last very long. But it felt like a long time because you were fourteen. It was fourteen. The time moves yeah. so slow, and you're young. <laughs> Meanwhile, I look up and like I was like yesterday it was December, and they're like, no, it wasn't. And I'm like, what do you mean it wasn't? It was just <laughs> Christmas, and they're like, no, it's been over a month. It's February now, and I'm like, well, that's horseshit. <laughs> it's not fair, it really, is it? I feel like I should get to in enjoy these moments which are like usually a little bit nicer than being like 14 and I feel like I remember every mistake when I was 14 and I listened to a lot of emo music because it was 2006 and honestly who wasn't unless you were popular and I wasn't so emo music was cool at my school you could listen to the music but if you were too emo then you were part of that group and that made you weird oh. but I wasn't too emo because my mom did not want me dying stripes into my hair and while I was angry <laughs> at the time I look back and I go good one Kim <laughs> 
Oh, those, what do they call those? Raccoons? It's like raccoon stripes. Yeah. That, that was seen, okay? That wasn't emo. Excuse me. They're the same fucking thing. And don't ever, don't at me. Don't come for me. I'm not talking to anyone about this. The only thing different between seen and emo was that emo kids wore more black and sometimes red and scene kids got to wear pink and purple. Yeah. That's the only difference. I don't care. Don't call me. Don't text me. Don't message me. We're not having this conversation. (laughs) I think also it depends on how they reacted to the comics of I made you a cookie, but then I eated it. Oh, roar. But yeah, no. um, (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) The thing is, like, like, I totally understand that, like, back then that was a distinction, scene versus emo. But in this year of 2020, our Lord, we're um, fucking My Chemical Romance are going on tour again. There's not a difference, and I don't care. Uh, Scene did not make it out of 2009 or something like that, so do not fucking come for me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, well. (laughs) I'm not wrong. I don't know how I found this album. I think I picked it. I used to just, like... Back then, it was harder to, like, know what bands sounded like because it wasn't easy to pull up MP3s on your phone like you can do now. Like, oh, I wonder what this band sounds like. You can pull it up. You had to use, like, these little these little scanners in your music store where you would, like, put the album under and you'd hear, like, five seconds of the song and decide whether you wanted it or not. Oh, like a, a Sam Goody or, like, something like that. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure that's how I found this band. And this was an album that was ruined for me from my 14-year-old breakup because I couldn't listen to it anymore because I listened to it too much and was one of those people who would, like, uh, really harshly relate to a song when they were in a relationship. Be like, this is just about us. And it was here in your arms (laughs) off the album. (laughs) Zombies, aliens, vampires, dinosaurs by Hello Goodbye. Which is an awful name. But, like, you're saying it wrong because it's zombies, aliens, vampires, dinosaurs. There's exclamation points after every single thing. I found this album by just, you know, when I was in school, a young lass, (laughs) I would just go to Target with my mom and I would just literally buy things based on how the cover. Yeah, I mean, that's how you had to do. And the the cover for this has a cute little dinosaur on it or, like, a little guy. I don't actually fucking know what he's supposed to be. Is it, like, a bird? Uh, it's got like a blowhole and glasses. It kind of seems like maybe it's like a whale type guy, but when I saw it, I think it's supposed to be some sort of weird, strange whale or just a weird nightmare monster. <laughs> because now, the, now that I'm looking, I'm like looking at a picture of the album cover on my phone, and I'm like, whoa, I don't know what this is, and it's making me feel a little uncomfortable. And it looks like he's sitting on top of a turtle or something, but the turtle's face is just like the name of the album instead of a face (laughs) and I don't like it but when I saw this when I was 14 I was like good shit I guess two years later they released an album called zombies aliens vampires dinosaurs and more uh which in which it was just a re-release of that album like fucking two years later with like demos and shit like that because I think they realized like early on that this was going to be their album this was going to be the popular album for them yeah they didn't know if they were going to go farther and this one's like a weird the cover for this is like a weird children's party and there's like a clown and everything just looks scary. I th- like this kid has a mullet <laughs> and one kid looks like John Mulaney screaming. I think I don't... maybe the reason they re-released it is. Is John Mulaney in this? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? That would be a hell of a backstory. No, because like you could just hear his voice and be like, I built this house with my own hands. That was Christopher Walken. I, I can do a John Mulaney generally, but I'm I'm. I guess not when I'm doing pop punk lyrics. (laughs) So I think maybe the reason they re-released it perhaps was because they had a lawsuit between their label at the time, Drive Through Records, where they basically wanted to get out of their contract. And they released Would It Kill You, the second studio album, 
like four years after their first because that's when they were finally out of their contract. So maybe that's why they re-released it to get money that they weren't getting from the drive through Records release. Mm. I don't really know much about the band mm. itself. And honestly, it's really just, for me, it's more about this album. I, okay, four, when I was 14, that was 2006. That is now 14 years ago. And I, uh, I was only finally able to listen to the song Here in Your Arms last year. And here's the thing. It's not that good. It's not good. And, and we were we were discussing this because I was like, do you want to talk about this album? And you were kind of pulling up different songs on it. And other songs in it are way catchier. Oh, yeah. Way like, catchier. My favorite song back then on this album was Homewrecker. And that's a song about, I guess, some woman stealing all of his stuff, but also his heart. But I'm like, that's not what a Homewrecker is, dude. <laughs> a Homewrecker is something different. And even I knew that when I was 14, but it's a catchy But song. did you know Here in Your Arms is certified platinum in the U.S. and it was number 14 on the Billboard Hot 100? That's not surprising to me. People like bad things. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in 2006. Oh my god, we liked the worst things in 2006. Oh god, what was some stuff in 2006 that we liked? Uh, how about Wizard Rock? Because oh apparently god. I'm looking at this, uh, this article about Here in Your Arms and it says Wizard Rock Band Ministry of Magic also recorded a parody of the song titled Here in Your Car about Harry Potter and Ron Weasley's friendship. That's embarrassing. <sighs> oh, but you know what song also came out in 2006 and is very, very popular even to this day? That song, Bad Day. <laughs> oh, if you had a bad day. Had a bad day. Yeah, terrible. Like, we liked bad things back then. That's fine. We're all growing as people. Like, back then, sexual assault was a joke. And now it's not. <laughs> Some people try it. Some people try to make it a joke still. And we're getting rid of them. But we, but mostly, we know they're trash. So that was like a whole genre of jokes back then. It really was. Just like, I hit my wife. And then everyone would laugh. And now it's like, I hit my wife. And it's like, dude, you shouldn't say that. <laughs> Ideally, none of the 2000s would happen if we could just get rid of it. Oh, thank God. 14-year-old me is gone. Those, those are awkward years of me being 7 to 17 are gone. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. Just jumping from fucking 7 to uh, to age 18. <laughs> One, I would, I would lose a dearth of knowledge. No, that's a real 13 going on 30 situation. Um, oh, man. <laughs> 7 to 17. Lots of lots of growing up there. I don't think that would be as fun as a movie. <laughs> There's a lot of growing up there. How do I drive? I have to vote. No, 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 no. <laughs> Donald Trump, he sounds he sounds reliable. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that. It's just like Donald Trump, I've seen him on the TV. <laughs> Ugh, I'm so glad I did wasn't 18 when that election happened cuz that would Oh god. That would have shaken some stuff in me. So I was reading this contemporary review of the of the album. It's a 2006 article, and I sent it to you uh, on punknews.org. And I guess I was like, why would why would they be re- reviewing this? And I, I guess it's because Hello Goodbye somehow got added to Warp Tour. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, why? Which, like, but also, like, I'm sorry, Warp Tour is not fucking, like, punk, punk, punk all the time. It's like, um pop punk and like some punk and skate shoes. I know I was like when I think of Warped Tour I just think of checkered vans like literally the first thing that came to my mind was checkered vans yeah and I'm just yeah and this guy's this guy's review it's so funny he rips this band to shreds but then he still gives them a three out of five <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like very I'm like what gets a one what, you he immediately goes this song sounds like a 
a song I would hear at an eighth grade dance party. And I'm like, one, why are you at an eighth grade dance party? <laughs> and two, not everything is for you. Not everything is for you. Not everything's for me either. Despite the fact that everything should be for me because I'm great. Well, at the time it was for you because- It's we... still for me. Because like here's 14 year olds today have better taste than I do. 14 year olds today are listening to like Ariana Grande and like good music and stuff that I like now. And I'm just like, I don't know. Children are cooler than, than I ever was at that age. I was very not cool. I was definitely. It's not even that they're cooler than I was at that age. It's just that they're cooler than I am. Okay. Let, let me, let me tell you a little bit about the context of this relationship. Okay. Um, so I went to a private school and I was not popular. What? So I was not dating anybody at my school. No way. <laughs> I know me not popular. It's true. Sorry to shock you. Luckily for me, I went to a school that was so large that like the idea of popularity didn't really matter because there were <laughs> so many kids like sure there were some kids who everyone knew but like most kids didn't know everyone so I just got to fade into the background (laughs) we had I think uh we had 300 people in the school total and that was 6 through 12 so I think we had like 30 to 50 people in my class I can't remember I graduated with 900 whoa yeah so (laughs) it was a small school I didn't I had crushes I actually I don't know if I've told this before but I had a crush on Daryl from like the first time I met him when I think fresh i think it was 2006 2007 no i remember when that happened because i was still your, i was your friend at the time i was still your fr- wow <laughs> you were said like oh yeah we knew each other yeah uh and i turned uh, i asked him out several times and he turned me down every time so and then when i stopped liking him he started liking me so <laughs> what a dumbass and now you're married <laughs> i know and he always, you tricked him he always hates it when i mention that even though i'm never mentioning it to like rag on him i'm just like it's just funny how things work out and he's like, <laughs> but um so I, being a 14-year-old, desperate, lonely, wanting love, of course, I had a MySpace that was tricked out to the nines. We both had cool MySpaces. We had, pretty sure we, like, toyed around with other people's code to make our own themes. Oh, yeah. You just you just steal code. Yeah. And then you, like, change one thing, and you're like, I am an artist. <laughs> yes. Uh, you use the alt code for a heart, and you feel like you're a master. <laughs> like, truly, I am the smartest person I know. I am the only coding master that I know. And I and now like at work my job's like updating our website but i break it like almost every time <laughs> like i like i have like an undo button but I, i'll do like oh, okay so i'll put this here and then i'll go to look on and then i publish it and then i go look at the page and it's like somehow shifted everything to the left and i go whoops it's just a, a big flashing image that says kate is bad at her job kate is bad at her job no i'm just that kidding. only happens like once every couple months <laughs> <laughs> so i i uh I had my MySpace set up, but I also, there was a website at the time called eSpin the Bottle, which was a subset of eCrush, which was an online dating marketed to teenagers. And I don't which think- Which would not fly these days. I don't think it surprises anybody that it had a huge, like, crackdown, like, a year into it because there were a bunch of, like, under 11-year-olds on the website and, of course, like, over 30-year-old, like, pervs. Because, of course, there was no- Oh, yeah. They didn't, like, make you upload a picture of your ID or something. You could just make an account. And basically- I don't I didn't bother looking up like a a mirror of the site because I didn't really care that much. But from what I remember, you basically pressed a digital bottle and then it would turn and just find somebody for you to talk to. And that is how I met my boyfriend. Did he live around you or was it an online thing? He did live around me. And actually, um, I did meet him in person. Very, very like proto e-dating proto-internet dating it really was i mean i even made my friend michelle god bless you michelle come with me because i was scared to meet somebody from the internet which is still a good rule of thumb but now we're just like whatever i'll meet anybody who's on the internet what are they gonna do shoot me bring it on 
but I met him in public at a park near the library. And we had our date there. It was very awkward because Michelle was there as the third wheel. Again, God bless you, Michelle, for being there. What a good egg. I don't really remember much about the date except for that. I remember I wore... <laughs> Fuck. I hate it. I hate thinking about me being 14. I wore a cat hat um, because I had a little felt cat hat. And then he went on another date with you? Actually, we didn't really... Because he lived about an hour from me, 45 minutes to an hour. So I don't really think we met... Again, but we did talk a lot. We used Yahoo Instant Messenger. Amazing. Um, and he broke up with me via Yahoo Instant Messenger. Fair. That was where your relationship was. <laughs> and he did this thing where... Was he nice about it? Okay, so, like, I'm remembering all these bits and pieces of this this horrible, like, whirlwind of a month and a half relationship. What a, what a romance. I remember we used to talk... <laughs> We used to talk on the phone a lot, and I remember he told me that he loved me, and his mom was on the line, <laughs> and when I said, I love you too, his mom went, ah, and I was like, who's that? He's like, my mom's on the line with me. I was like, okay. And he was two years older than me. He was 16. And um, then we were, like, talking. We met in person. We talked on Yahoo. It, basically, he admitted to me, and I remember very clearly being in the computer room sobbing while he was breaking up with me. Was your computer? That I was rebound. Was your was your, was your, was your family's computer in like a spare little office or it was like in, in the, the living, living room? room. Yes. It was worse than that. It was like in public sight in the living room. I like room. that you tried to say computer room like you had a spare room for it. It was next to the couch. No, it was literally like next to the staircase going up to the TV. It was like in public area, and he's like doing this dramatic thing where he's like just forget about me oh my God. just ha- just pretend i never existed just forget anything about me and we broke up and of course i obsessively stalked his ma- myspace after that because i wanted to know what was going on and then i found out like a month later that he uh his girlfriend who he was long distance dating who lived in california got knocked up <gasps> by someone else <laughs> by him yeah invite someone else because he didn't live in California and it was just so much great like yes suffer you awful person that made me stop listening to hello goodbye my mouth is just like open like <laughs> I keep getting told things recently where I'm just like oh my god I can't believe I'm hearing this or I can't believe I'm reading this and my mouth's just like open like slack jawed <laughs> like a moron but I'm just like the gossip the drama so if, if you want me to like really up the drama on this story Okay, so that was 2006. This guy never talked to me again until 2009 when he texted me. He was like, just to say, hey, what's up? And I I decided to... You are like, what? And I was like, I decided to kind of, you know, I was feeling nostalgic, whatever. Like, maybe things weren't so bad. Might as well. And we talked for a little bit. And then when I mentioned that I had a boyfriend, no more texting. No more. He did not get back to me. Then I found out. And I don't know if I'm going to keep this or not in this podcast. He fucking died. Oh! He was... He, my only other boyfriend died in the war. <gasps> oh, my God. I know. I was like, I was like, what happened to this guy? So I Googled his name one day, and I just found out he died. And he's dead. Oh, my God. None of my exes are dead. You're so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's terrible. Boyfriends aside, relationships aside, you told me you had a story about how... Someone from this band's a huge jerk. So I feel like there's really not a ton of people in this band. I feel like it's, you know how like some bands are like the lead singer and then like it's kind of like how Connor Oberst is Bright Eyes and then there's people who play with him. But like, (laughs) I don't think it's like all the time, you know, like that kind of thing. So I'm pretty sure Hello Goodbye is mostly just this guy named and I went and saw him in concert when I was 14 
And I was not seen, as we've established. And I was there with my friend Ashley, who was seen and was, like, cute and cool. And I was just, like, there in a (laughs) T-shirt. So she goes up to him and she's like, oh, can you sign my ticket and take a picture with me? And he says yes. And I ask him for the exact same thing. And he's he just, like, signs my ticket and he won't take a picture with me. god i know he was an asshole and like this is the first time i feel like i've ever told this story like completely truthfully because usually i tell it as if it happened to someone else because i was like very embarrassed by it for a long time but i also don't think i've told this story in like six years you know it's like one of those things yeah but like truly and truly devastating moment uh really asshole guy and i'm like I would have gotten it if, like, somebody had asked him for a picture and, like, a signature and, like, he didn't want to do it. Or, sorry, it's an autograph. (laughs) And, like, he didn't. (laughs) A signature. He's signing a contract. Right before I asked him for the exact same thing, like, gladly took a picture with But wait, would you accept as an apology a picture with 2020? No. (laughs) Because I'm not a fan of his anymore and I don't care. (laughs) He had his chance. Literally, <laughs> you were at the Canes Ballroom, son. You were not that big of a deal. Tulsa, Oklahoma, sometime back then. I liked your music a lot. You're a dickhead. Let's fight. I really like how detailed someone got on the Hello Goodbye Wikipedia articles because someone decided to make a Wikipedia article for every single and music video that they had. And literally, all it says is, like, for example, a random one. Baby, it's a fact. It's the second single from Hello Goodbye's first album, Zombies, Aliens, Vampires, blah, blah, blah. And then the next section is just music video, and it's a summary of the whole music video. It's like, who decided this Wikipedia article is, no, is I'm actually going to report this as non, like, as a, as a non-useful Wikipedia article. Do you know, do you want to know who I, this is now my conspiracy theory, and because he's my nemesis. You know who wrote that fucking uh, Wikipedia article? Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Do you know who wrote that Wikipedia article? <laughs> he's my nemesis. I. Is this slander? I'll ask Daryl. I'll run it by the lawyer. The official. <laughs> so you're gonna run it by the. Lawyer. He's the legal team. You know what? No, sorry. That's not a fact. I will not say it's a fact. It is my theory that that dude is all up on his own dick. <laughs> I can't wait to get sued by this guy. And I'm going to be like, yeah, let's meet at the court and I'll fight you outside the courthouse. I'm going to right now. I don't know why, but in my brain. So here where you here in your car is like really simplistic. And the tune is very like, like very boring. And uh, I feel like it's it's prime for a parody from our brand. Like instead of. I like where we are when we drive in your car. It could be, I'm not going to sing it again. I like where we are when we dive in your dumpster. Is there anything there? Is there anything there? Can we make That's too many syllables? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're you're always on the syllables. You're you're such a stickler for syllables. I was like freestyling the Twelve Days of Christmas, and then Kate would be like, "No, syllables don't match up." And I'm like, "You're right." Well, like, how am I supposed to sing to those like the well-established melody of the Twelve Days of Christmas when you're trying to put forty-five words into a place where three words fit? Why well, say much word and one word do trick? Yes, exactly, Kevin. <laughs> I don't even like The Office when I got that one. <laughs> it's okay. It's like, uh, like I like where we are when we... Uh, fuck. I don't know. The song's bad. The song is bad, and I'm not going to have anything to do with it. Okay. <laughs> 
Why was that the most popular song on that album? I don't know, because actually that one that that punk punk article was tearing into, that was way more fun. And then you mentioned that one home record. That one's really fun. And then I realized I haven't listened to any of these songs since I gave up listening to Hello Goodbye post the whole breakup. Yeah, there's a lot of memories there. Yeah. I guess if you guys are going to commit a crime... Just find the uh, most prominent pop culture person who uh, insulted and made you and made you feel bad when you were a teenager and fight them. <laughs> Not specifically because I think if I said go for fight, it's like inciting. I think that's a crime. I think that's like a, like actual crime. <laughs> I think it's I think like a real. Crime. I think it's like inciting violence and like I don't want anyone else to fight him. I want to fight him. You know what I want to do? Like I just want to like. I think what could, we could get around this. I think if I just put like a sensor beep every time you mention this guy's name, and then we have this mystery of who is Kate's vendetta against? Who does she want? And then they could just be like, oh, I'll just Google the lead singer of Hello Goodbye, because clearly this is who this is about. I don't know. He does look like someone she could fight. How old is this man? Does he have arthritis yet? How long do I have to wait? Uh, um, That was, I think it's hilarious that we just spent like, almost half an hour talking about very very vaguely i think we mentioned the song and album like twice we took like a we took a like a wide swath yeah um, and we, we took some our detours. last episode was like 15 minutes and it was a full ass movie review <laughs> yeah i called this one a mini-sode you're gonna have to cut a lot of shit out though i said a lot of incriminating stuff it's okay i'll be listening you know actually i'm gonna admit this to you so i edit on t- on two times speed because it's faster and then sometimes when I'm actually talking to you, I'm just like, this bitch better, better, like, quicken up. Like, it's too slow. <laughs> I talk so much faster than you to begin with. I know, but I'm used to you talking way faster. <laughs> that is not my fucking problem. Anyway, let's end this. You can find us on uh, podcasts. You can listen to the podcast. You can find us on our website, hatepodcast.com. You can uh, follow us on Instagram, at uh, hatepodcast. We're on Twitter, at hatepodcast. We have a Facebook group and a page at Guess What You're Going to Hate. Um, we have a Patreon. Um, we have some support. Patreon.com slash We have some supporters, including Icy Wiener. If he still, does he still support Shout us? Shout out. Yes. Icy Wiener still supports us. I can't. And- like, I just like, I'm like, I like, I know nothing gold can stay, but like, there's no way he's going to support us for too long, you know? Like, <laughs> especially when I took a two week break because I was depressed about not getting a job. And honestly, this podcast might be why. <laughs> and he's also like not, he's also like not my mom or your husband or like one of my friends or the guy who made the, the, the jingle for our podcast. So like. <laughs> Like, what connection does he have to us? Icy Wiener, who are you? I can't wait for him to, like, pull off his Scooby-Doo mask and it's just, like, my dad. <laughs> and I'll be like, I knew it all along. But no. Uh, thanks, Icy Wiener. You were the reason this podcast is technically profitable. And you're the reason I didn't feel bankrupt when the domain renewal went through. Nice. The best part about this is, of course, I'm going to have to cut all this out. But also, I don't think anyone listens after we put... After we start a, you can find us on, I, I, if that, if I were listening to this podcast, that would be the moment that I did. Oh my God. That'd be so funny if like halfway through the podcast, it turns into that. And then we just don't (laughs) take any of this out. Um, my favorite thing to do would, would be to like, uh, um, at the very end, just be like, and by the way, listeners who are still here, we're on minute 40 of our recording. And if you look at how long this video is, I bet it didn't fucking take you 40 minutes to get I mean, this fucking audio. So like, I want to give them like a, like, a, like a heads up of how long we actually fucking wasted time. Like we took an hour to record this and you got a, a cool 13 minutes. <laughs> I've never.
never cut that much before. I have cut a lot, but never that well, much. I don't think we've ever recorded an hour where we just talked about bullshit. Usually you, you're pretty good about turning the recording off after we do the 